0: I'm Justine and we are the
1: murder sisters. sisters and we are back with episode 43 wow um, I lost track I think the elephant in the room is us uh, we don't not need to posting know. but just kind of we're here now yeah it's for, not going to be consistent. I, no. will, I will say that right <laughs> We're now. We're going
0: to stop making empty promises. It's
1: very hard to, we had all good intentions and we did it for a good while, like every Monday, but it's very difficult to record with a baby. It's hard. Man. I'm sure you heard him in the last episode. <laughs> They're like, whatever. So, so we record whenever we can. So here we are. And That's our announcement. Today, we are going to be covering the case of April Beth Pitzer, and April was a woman who disappeared from the Mojave Desert community of Newberry Springs, California, on June twenty eighth, 2004, under extremely suspicious and dangerous circumstances.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. At the time of her disappearance, April was 30 years old. And she was headed back to her hometown in Arkansas to reunite with her mother Gloria and her two young daughters, who she, by all accounts, loved very much. Um, I do want to note that if you watch the disappeared episode on this case, um, there's a lot of stuff that is left out of that episode that we're going to be talking about today. Um, And I think... I, I just want to bring this up because I think it's sad that um, a lot of the information about April and her life, specifically surrounding mental health and drug addiction, was glossed over in the Disappeared mm-hmm. episode intentionally because people don't take those cases as seriously. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, she was on drugs. So yeah. So cares? whatever. Or she had mental health issues. So, mm, you know, that explains that. Yeah. And move on. So, I just kind of wanted to, you know, as a PSA or whatever. Thank
0: you, Elisa. <laughs> and when you're saying uh, the disappeared episode, um this is investigation discovery. Yeah. I'm sure everyone listening knows. Well, that, but you never know. We'll link um yeah. we'll put a link in our sources to the episode to- Okay.
1: So, April Beth Pitzer was born to her mother Gloria Denton on February 19th, 1974 in Arkansas. There was no information that I could find regarding her father's name or really anything about him. Her mother, Gloria, was only 19 when she gave birth to April, so she relied very heavily on the help of her relatives to basically raise April.
0: Wow. When
1: April was only three years old, her mother lost custody of both her and her brother, but April ended up moving back in with her mother when she was seventeen years old, and according to Gloria, her mom, her and April were like best friends, inseparable, and like April, reunited, yeah, and just like instantly. And it was a totally connected. different relationship, I guess. Um, Do you know why the mom lost custody? I, she was very young and unstable. Yeah. Okay, All yeah, right. I think that pretty much sums sums up what was going on. And aside from doing some modeling, not very much else is known about April as a child or a teen. But we do know that April didn't have a very stable upbringing and she had a somewhat hard childhood because of that instability. But despite all of that, April did a pretty good job at keeping herself out of trouble when she was a teenager. So at the time of April's disappearance, Uh, April was described as being 5'9 and about 125 pounds with dark brown hair and hazel eyes. Pretty. And she also had a small round scar on the left side of her chest, a scar on her elbow, and a scar on her lip. And like always, we will post some pictures of April on our Instagram, and that is at murder sisters pod. Also, shameless plug, um, <laughs> well, subscribe if you aren't already subscribing and follow us on Instagram <laughs> for when we sporadically no. do post. Um, in 1996, at the age of 22, April was pulled over while driving with two of her, they were described as friends, but they were kind of more of acquaintances. And so I use the term friend loosely. Um because they weren't very close, but April had been intoxicated while she was driving. And the two quote unquote friends in her car were caught with methamphetamine on them. So after being brought in and, you know, having police talk to her, basically there was a trade-off that was offered uh, by the police and they said, we'll drop the DUI charges against you if you work as an informant for us. Okay. So that was working as an informant for the Arkansas Arkansas State Police.
0: And um with the DUI was she intoxicated on alcohol or was it drugs? I couldn't, I couldn't find that information, but okay. I believe it was
1: um alcohol. That's what yeah. my first thought would you know go to, but I that's a very good question that I could not Be- find.
0: Yeah, because it's like you think she's just driving and drinking with no like methamphetamine on her person Mm -hmm. and or in her system, then they're, they wouldn't, I wouldn't think that they would say like, oh, let's throw you into this like informant for meth. So maybe the DUI was actually methamphetamine. Maybe Mm -hmm. it could be.
1: Um, So during her interrogation, police had said that because she didn't have a prior record That if she agreed to infiltrate a local and pretty major methamphetamine drug ring, then, like I said, they would drop the DUI charges from her record. And April only being 22 years old and never dealing with police before was obviously scared. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for whatever reason, she maybe thought that was a good deal. So she agreed to it. And honestly, she probably thought that it seemed at the time like a good deal. And maybe the police, you know, this is just Oh, we'll protect you. Yeah. So it kind of, they presented it as being like the better option of the two. Yeah, I'm sure they did. So after working as an informant for a while, April's cover was ultimately blown. And police told her that. You know, for your own safety, you need to relocate. You need to get out of the area. They didn't help her, though? It didn't seem like it, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very good. Good situation there. You're off
0: the hook for the DUI, but But get out of 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 here.
1: (laughs) So um, after being told that, April uprooted her life and started over in Fort Worth, Texas. And shortly after relocating to Fort Worth, Texas, April met with or met the man that she would later marry and have two daughters with. And he was named Chase Pitzer from the outside. It seemed as though April had like completely started fresh and had a very nice and happy life in Texas. And I genuinely believe that she did take advantage of her fresh start. And I think that she was doing really well up until, two DEA detectives showed up on her front doorstep while she was at the time she was pregnant with her first daughter.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So she's pregnant with her first daughter, living her brand new life in Fort Worth, Texas, married to the man of her dreams and two DEA detectives show up on her front door. And they were there to tell her that she was required to appear in court and back in Arkansas to testify as a federal witness in relation to the undercover work that she had done in the years prior.
0: Okay, wow.
1: So April was obviously terrified (laughs) to testify against these people.
0: And pregnant. Mm -hmm. They were
1: hardcore drug dealers. And she was, like Justine said, she was pregnant. You know, if I were in that situation, I would be so beyond terrified. Yeah. Especially for the safety of... You know, my unborn child and like my family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But April didn't have a choice in the matter. So she did as she was told and returned to Arkansas to testify. And it was her testimony that led to the arrest of roughly, I found it was around 32 people is what I found. Wow. Which, I mean,.
0: Wow, wow, wow. You can only
1: imagine how many, the ripple effect of how many people were actually like angered by that. Mm -hmm. Because it's not just those 32 or whatever people. It's it's their families. Their families, Mm -hmm. their children, their mothers, their father. You know, like, yeah. So she was in a bad way, you know? And after that trial was over, April returned back to her life in Texas, but. People close to her said she was never the same after that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm sure. Um, after returning to Texas, April began struggling with bouts of depression and paranoia that got only increasingly worse. And April thought that people were following her and she was like genuinely terrified that and people I would were be tailing too. her. Like I would. hundred
0: percent. Totally be like that too. Like,
1: all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and so... You know, she later had another daughter. So at this time, like when things were getting really, really bad, she had two daughters. And it was said that April would not let her daughters sleep by themselves at night because she was scared that someone would come after them in the night and take them or do something to them. So April got more and more mentally fragile. And in order to cope with things, she began drinking pretty heavily. And she, it was said that she lost a ton of weight and she was also around that same time diagnosed with bipolar disorder, which she had a very difficult time managing both with and without medication. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. So, you know, the paranoia, the untreated bipolar disorder, heavy drinking, all of that ultimately led to her marriage ending. And after April and Chase ended their marriage, April moved into an apartment with her two daughters and she got a job working at a convenience store and she really tried to, you know, make a good life for herself and her two daughters and she was trying to make ends meet and provide a good life for them. But it was extremely difficult for her to do considering, you know, she
0: was struggling with a lot. Uh, like the mental health issues alone are yeah
1: uh, so uh, (laughs) after you know seeing the state that april was in chase um with the help of his family came after april for custody of the girls and he cited that april's mental health was making her incapable of caring for her girls and april eventually did lose custody of them Mm. which was absolutely devastating to her. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And I think it's, you know, this is a tough one. Because from the outside, it does sound like the situation was very bad. But... you know, it's like, did anybody try or make any attempt to help her? Yeah.
0: With any of this? Especially, there, yeah, it's like, oh, you're just diagnosed. Gonna, yeah. And the medication's not working. And, and you you have a
1: drinking problem. And we're just going to take the last thing that you have away from you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't think there was any like attempt to help her mm-hmm. with, I mean, at the very least with her addiction problems. Mm-hmm. Um, So after losing custody of her daughters, April was left. Obviously, she was in bad shape Um, and she was looking again for a fresh start. So in mid 2003, April up and moved to Newbury Springs, California, and it was said that she met a love interest there. Um, So. Because I was like, why Newberry Springs? Yeah. But there was some sort of love interest involved. So Newberry Springs is located in the Western Mojave Desert in Southern California. And it's basically like no man's land. There um, isn't a lot there besides like desert and Well, it might be
0: one of those things where it's like off the grid Mm -hmm. and like she could just escape also. Yeah. And, like, just to give you an
1: idea um, how, like, desolate and deserted it is, mm-hmm. the population, according to a 2000 um, census, was only 28 or 2,895 people. Okay. So <laughs> not a lot going a, on
0: there. It's a town, but. Yeah. It's,
1: yeah. And I don't know if April realized what kind of place she was moving to, but. I can imagine that when she arrived, she was probably like, Woo, you know? Yeah. Like, there's nobody here that I, you know,
0: it was just... Especially,
1: like, to start over. It's like, there wasn't a lot of opportunity to start over. Mm -hmm. So, after moving to Newberry Springs, April inevitably fell in with some some bad people mm-hmm. and it was only a matter of time before april actually started using methamphetamine herself um which is the same drug that she helped put people away yeah yeah for and you know this also makes me think that when she was working as an informant she had to have been using right i mean oh yeah okay so like and that brings up a good point. The DUI, it could have been not for alcohol. It yeah, could been it could for, have been methamphetamine. Yeah, because how are you going to infiltrate this, like, crazy methamphetamine ring if well, you don't actually use yourself? Here's the thing, Alisa.
0: Like, you were saying earlier how that, like, this disappeared episode kind of glossed over things. Yes. So saying it's a DUI takes away from the fact that, like, maybe she had, possess- She you know, had possession Also, it doesn't actually state, like, was she under the influence of alcohol or drugs? It's just a DUI. Yeah, but I researched outside of that, too. Yeah, Everywhere
1: said DUI.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. So it's not like the possession chart, like she didn't have. But also maybe because it was removed from her record, we don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because she actually, she followed Mm -hmm. through and, and testified, so yeah all right so
1: (laughs) (laughs) anyway with the drug and alcohol use and untreated bipolar disorder not to be mentioned being over 1500 miles away from her mom and over 1200 miles away from her daughters um april found herself falling into an even deeper and darker hole Mm -hmm. which led her to eventually become homeless but she did have some stability in her life with. There was an elderly woman by the name of Barbara Kilbrew, Killebrew, Killebrew, Mm-hmm. Um, that April would sometimes like help out, and I kind of got the picture that this Barbara woman would allow her to help because she kind of felt bad for. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So April actually confided a lot in Barbara. And it was through Barbara's urging that in May 2004, April finally came clean to her mom, Gloria, about everything that was going on in her life, including the fact that she didn't have a job, she was homeless, she was using drugs, and that she had not been taking her bipolar medication.
0: And so Gloria didn't know that mm -mm, any of this. Uh, And all of it came as a huge shock to Gloria. Wow.
1: um, Especially... Because for the past nine months or so, April had told her mom that she was doing great oh, and she was no. working as a waitress and she oh. had been taking her medication, yeah. and, you know. So upon learning this information about how April had been living, Gloria told her that she wanted her to come back to Arkansas for a visit, quote unquote visit. Although yeah. I think Gloria would have probably
0: she in her she probably mm-hmm. knew if she was like you need to come home, it's mm-hmm. like that uh, maybe maybe April wouldn't have done it. So she's like, well, come see me. Yeah. let's just visit, mm-hmm. and, like have a girls' weekend. Yeah, like, no
1: pressure. Yeah. Um. So April was supposed to take a bus to our. Ar- arkansas and april agreed that she would do that yeah and i do want to note that when april spoke to her mother gloria um gloria said that she was extremely like upset and crying and i think it was a probably a combination of like relief that she told her mom april was crying okay that i think it was like a lot of relief that she had told her mom the truth but also relief that she was like okay i'm gonna get out of this yeah yeah there's she probably light felt- at the end of the tu- mm-hmm. tunnel and you're right you know
0: Just and release I, yeah I think. and
1: she very much wanted to return home to her mom mm-hmm. that's something very important um so around the time that april had come clean with her mom uh april had run in with a woman from arkansas that had mm-hmm. been connected to the methamphetamine ring that april testified in that quickly yeah. Well, I mean, it was. Yeah, she. So, I think there was th- the people she was running around with in Newberry Springs yeah, were also all methy connected. people, methy people. <laughs> so sorry to love. You man. know, I think it was like a small meth community, but yeah. not really. Mm-hmm. Like, so someone from Arkansas, a woman, I guess April had put her husband or boyfriend away Yikes. through her testimony. So. And April was convinced that this woman recognized her and had told all the other people in Newberry Springs who she was and what she did and that she testified against all those people in Arkansas and had been the one to put those people away and that she was working as an
0: informant. And so... Which isn't proven, like, wasn't actually made. Her cover was blown. I mean, yeah. Sh- well, she no. Was, she, well, she testified. Yeah, she was informed. We know that, but she doesn't know that the woman actually told the I whole I think community. it was
1: pretty... Obvious.
0: Yeah. And maybe that's why the, the older woman was like, you know, you need to call your mom. No, and- that happened before. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so it just all kind of came to a head, I guess. Okay, all right.
0: All right. So,
1: you know, this obviously was a very bad and very unsafe situation for April. And she was stuck in the middle of nowhere. Very dangerous people around her who knew that she had helped the police and the DEA put their friends away. And I'm guessing that they probably maybe thought that she was still working as an
0: informant. Of course, or that she would turn. And like, had befriended them
1: in order to help
0: oh. put them behind bars,
1: which honestly is a, re- I mean, that yeah. to me is reasonable. mm mm-hmm. Um, so things for April were really heating up and she just wanted to get out of Newberry Springs and back to her mom. And then from there, she wanted to see her daughters. And during the same time, she had a friend named Chuck Hollister who had agreed to let April live with him until she had left for Arkansas. So she at least wasn't living on the streets. Mm hmm. And she had a safe place to stay until she was able to get out of that area. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And on June 27th, 2004, April had made her very last visit to her friend, Barbara Killebrew, Mm -hmm. and said her goodbyes. And Barbara confirmed this. So this is, we know that happened 100%. Okay. So the following day on April, or June, sorry, June 28th, 2004, April, Had packed up what belongings she had left and asked Chuck Hollister, the friend that she had been staying with, to give her a ride to the bus station. And according to Chuck, he had dropped April off at the bus station on Caspian Way in Newberry Springs, California. And this is the last time anyone
0: physically saw her or... Well,
1: except for the you know yeah okay all right um and i think this is a perfect time to pass things off um to justine
0: all right thanks guys (gasps) here i go now this is this was like actually a lot to try to sort through with the the timeline and the people so bear with me y'all after april supposedly supposedly boarded the bus after chuck hollister dropped her off um she never actually arrived at her mom's at her mom Gloria's and then after uh, Gloria didn't hear anything from April she called family friends to see if they could check on April but they weren't able to get a hold of her either she was just like you're kind of close to her can you go check on her that's when Gloria really knew something was terribly wrong. So the family friends reported her missing on July 16th, 2004. Because California. Wow. Sorry. I'm a like, long time. Uh, wait. Yeah. That's yeah, a very long that's time. That's a long time. Okay. Weird. Yeah. Because California was the last known place that April was seen.
1: Yeah. Newberry Springs. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so that's like the family friends were in California, and so they reported her missing. Oh God,
1: it's one of those. <sighs> There's, I'm like, yeah. Bear, those that's kind of I, laws are so. I'm weird. like, bear with me. All like, right. if you want to report someone missing in a different state,
0: you have to have somebody in person. I do guess it. so. Yeah.
1: yeah, I've heard that before. So, yeah.
0: So just to like recap on the timeline: April was dropped off at the bus station on June 28th, and was reported. Is that what you have too? Yes. Okay. And w- was reported uh, missing July 16th, which was about two and a half weeks after she was last seen. That's what you were saying, so, Lisa. Yeah. That's crazy. As we all know, in the true crime world, time is of the essence when yes, is. a person goes missing. So this was like quite some time to pass before the police were made even aware of April's disappearance. Um, the sheriff's department didn't take immediate action because of April's known history. So mm-hmm. that's what Elisa was saying earlier. Like, um, well, you know, she, it's, that's it's such BS. And it just, just shouldn't just, matter. No, it really shouldn't matter. Every person that goes
1: missing. And is I know there's a person. And like, I know there's
0: certain resources. And I think that's where it comes into play, where it's like, how many, how Like what resources do we invest? But um, I think for the simple
1: fact that she worked for the DEA and testified, they should have been like, you're right. That's fishy. Knowing what happened and knowing where she was at and who she had been around. Yeah, they should have jumped on that.
0: Yep. And I feel like they used her
1: and they did not help her at all. Mm -hmm. They just threw her away like trash
0: after she helped put all those people away. Yeah. I can't believe they didn't protect her more with I, 32 ridiculous. people that were brought down from her, from roughly. her testimony. Yeah. Elisa, roughly. <laughs> um, so anyway, because of her history, um, they just didn't take action. But then they did start hearing through the rumor mill that April may have been killed and her body disposed in a nearby mine shaft. Well, this got them moving finally, and they eventually searched over 25 mine shafts using search and rescue dogs to go into the mine shafts, but no trace of April. Mm. So that seems like a lot, but, you know, it's like, oh, it I mean, takes that's like
1: bare minimum. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where are the helicopters? Where are the horses? No, <laughs> like, it's
1: like a little too late. Yeah,
0: a little too late. But also, like reporting her missing was also also
1: a little late. Which
0: to me indicates like why are you waiting so long to report her missing? She must have these kind of you tendencies. Know, yeah, and I don't she know. She might, but also, yeah, I, yes, okay, yeah, all right, all yeah. Right. Um. Then things took a weird turn. In September 2004, when the sheriff's department got a call from a Love's truck stop employee, you've seen Love's. Oh truck. yeah, I have. <laughs> in or- Road trip in yeah. Oregon. Yeah, I'm like where
1: did the- I want to <laughs> look up the
0: you know loves. like origin story of that? <laughs> uh, in Oregon, in origin, um, who was cleaning the restrooms? He was an employee at the Love's truck stop, cleaning restrooms, and he found a note written on the wall saying, "Quote." Want to find the missing girl from Arkansas? I-15, three miles east of Barstow. 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 End quote. If you remember, April's friend, Chuck Hollister, had dropped April off at the bus station before making his way to Oregon. So he actually, like, was going to go to Oregon. Mm. Elisa had mentioned, like, he's going to drop her off, go to Oregon. So that's kind of weird, right? I mean... How many years know. later was this? That was September two thousand four. So oh, so a, months, okay. like a few months later.
1: Okay, but uh, also, okay. Sorry, I'm sure those like meth ring people, <laughs> Eliza, ran all-, all up and down.
0: <laughs> you know, was like they're a tight group. The of West Coast or whatever <laughs> yeah, like, methies, yeah. tight group of methies. Um, the Western United States, they were probably just like geez, up and just down, right? Tagging and yeah. every love stuff, carving bathroom. things into bathrooms. Um, and there were actually though a few suspicious things with Chuck Hollister. Um, oh, it, I thought Chuck was a great guy. Um, oh okay. yeah, taking her to the bus stop. I didn't do you my research on his that story. End, that's not my part, his story girl. had changed when talking to police about him dropping April off. And initially, Ew. after April didn't arrive in Arkansas, her mom tried calling Hollister's home, but there was no answer. And so she was like, you know, I know he was the one to take her to the bus stop. Mm-hmm. Tried calling the home. No answer. When she- That's not suspicious. <laughs> I mean, sorry. I guess. <laughs> not when answering she, your phone. When she did get a hold of him, um... That's when he said he was away in Oregon. Yeah. So like connecting him to Oregon. Mm-hmm. But what's really interesting is that very shortly after he spoke to Gloria, he changed his number. So, um, you know. who oh, knows? No, maybe Gloria was calling him off the hook. Oh, devil's advocate. <laughs> All right. I
1: like Chuck. I uh,
0: liked him. Chuck. Um, <laughs> He also refused to let anyone search his property. And- Which, who knows what he could have been hiding well, drugs. I, or- well, I think if he was a friend, he would be like, ha- I guess the drugs. But, but also,
1: like, if you already have kind of like a sketchy past with police, yeah. I wouldn't trust them. And I wouldn't want them in my house. Because yeah. I'd be like, they're going to try to frame me or something.
0: That's true. They're like, just an easy. <laughs> I'm all case. about Chuck Hollister. I know. I could <laughs> tell. Jeez. Geez. I thought he seemed Back nice. Back off, Lisa. <laughs> um, but ultimately, there was, like, nothing to link Hollister to April's disappearance. So eventually, he was just, like, completely dropped as a suspect. Even though he said, mm-hmm. like, you can't do this. You know, he had these weird things, but they were, like, he's not connected. Um, the police, though, did take the note seriously from the bathroom. Okay. And they... They take that seriously. Searched. Yeah, they did. I know. Isn't it weird? Um, They searched the area again, like, that area that it said, like, I-15, three miles east, blah, blah, blah. No sign of April or any of her belongings. And the note writer was never identified. Obviously. Alisa! (laughs) (laughs) Another... (laughs) Another 4 months I almost
1: wanted to save like the toilet transcriber but like
0: Ooh <laughs> that doesn't like even it. make sense. Yeah, it does. Okay. It really there does. You go. I like that. <laughs> Gosh. It's clever. Another 4 months went by um with no leads, no sign of April until there was an attempt to sign up for a cell phone account using her name in New Mexico. Okay is that the meth clan elisa that (laughs) i don't think they would be that stupid but also this didn't really lead to anything so (laughs) and the person wasn't even identified it might have just been another legitimate april pitzer that i know right i was thinking that too um and it to me it seems like it was easy to track it would be easy to track down someone like trying to because a burner phone, you don't need to give names, but no. this one, I don't know. Anyway, so that's just a nothingness lead. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until two thousand five that anything surfaced related to the Pitzer case mm-hmm. in the Bahavi Desert at a place called Red Dog Mine. A suitcase was discovered that matched the description of April's with closing closing clothing, clothing, clothing mm-hmm. inside that also matched april's belongings okay according to who the every like multiple sources they were like police yeah everyone was like yes that's hers yeah um oh yeah yeah like her mom okay and chuck i think i don't know i'm just throwing answers out here chuck how would you know (laughs) since you like chuck i'll just say (laughs) um (laughs) the really creepy item though that was located near the suitcase was a bloody mattress and sheet just, like, out in this desert area. Nah. Um, not good. Okay. Unfortunately, so much time had passed and, like, harsh weather conditions that the blood couldn't be tested for DNA. And but it was human? I don't even know if it oh. was human. Yeah. Sounds like a dumping ground to me. Well, yeah. I think so. <laughs> I think so, Lisa. The extra crazy part was that the mine was actually owned by Dan Dansbury. Who's Dan Dansbury? He was friends with Chuck Hollister, your old buddy, Elisa. Yeah. Oh, there was a thorough not a good luck. There was a thorough search of the mine property and still no sign of April anywhere. There were like very ominous writings on the property. <laughs> the writings, Jeez. What's all this? Um made by actual like Dan Dansbury, but nothing that like definitively pointed Wait, to Wait, what? Do we have examples? <laughs> I mean, maybe I'll put examples up. Of, Ominous Like writings. weird stuff. I It's okay. So weird. I didn't even include it. In, oh, it's D- just, but like, it doesn't and weird. directly relate to anything April. No, I mean, what do you consider, you know, it, it was like crazy meth talk. Oh, okay. You know, I think that, that kind that's of thing. all you need to say. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nothing pointed to him being involved with april's disappearance it was like it you know it's creepy and it's like if you read it too much into it it's like which you can't read too much into a meth heads words <laughs> or writing Lisa, put, I the, mean- put that on a shirt on the investigation um the sorry on the investigation oh <laughs> on the investigation discovery episode of disappeared they had stated that Hollister told April's mom that when um, when they had that phone call, remember how yeah. he's like, sorry, I was away in Oregon, mm-hmm. now I'm home, um, that she, April had left her suitcase behind at his house. So it's very odd that the suitcase would then end up later at the friend's property, Dan Dansbury. Why would... Well, okay,
1: if April thought she was just going for a visit right to her mom's mm-hmm. maybe she only packed not like sh- maybe she had two suitcases and only packed one <sighs> lisa that's a stretch i know <laughs> <laughs> well we'll talk about She's our theories like teen, at the end ch- like, i shock. know
0: but it's, it's i wonder who you think is innocent um so anyway like oh yeah she left her suitcase at my house and then all of a sudden it ends up at dan's house yeah that's us um, and nearby there was a nightgown hanging in an abandoned shack that supposedly belonged to Pitzer, which was tied in a hangman's noose. You know, it's like, who's to say if it's hers or not. I, it's, all of it is according to her mom. I think, pl- yeah, trying I think, that's to yeah, I think who's desperately.
1: I mean, her mom hasn't seen her for how long? What does she even know what
0: items she has? I, and, yeah, I was thinking that too. Mm hmm. I don't think mom would be like, yes, those are her pajamas. That's her nightgown. (laughs) Yeah. Tight in a new... It's like, how can you tell? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) There were other items of Pitzer's located at the Red uh, Red Dog Mine that were, uh, you know, supposedly hers. Like, oh, she had a white suitcase. That must be hers type of thing. There are a lot of ways. We don't know. But despite thorough searches of the area... April was never located, like, her remains or her mm-hmm. anything was never located. Both Dansbury and Hollister had died during the investigation. Oh,
1: geez. I didn't even know that. Yeah,
0: but Dansbury stated something on his deathbed that possibly tied him to knowing what happened to April. Okay, let's hear it. Um, he denied being involved with her disappearance, but stated he did know her. He, like, mm-hmm. knew her. Um, He also said that April's mom was looking in the right place, but she hadn't gone far enough. So this is possibly like referring to his property. Also, if he's on his deathbed, you I don't know if you can someone who's, you know, dying. Yeah. And was he also still using meth? I don't think so. I think he was like in the hospital, like dying. Maybe he was delirious that's and, what i'm saying you know it's like, yeah because when some yeah yeah so april's mom um gloria has since searched the property so she like took that to heart like oh i'm in the right area like so she has searched And why
1: wouldn't he just say if he knew why wouldn't know. he just say she's right here
0: yeah i don't know you're in the right area keep looking yeah not far enough it's like yeah just tell me where she's at and um yeah Gloria's mom or Gloria uh, April's mom Gloria searched and searched and searched every like every they covered all the mines you know like they got I heard there's there. like a ton of mines mm-hmm. out there and she's feeling pretty confident. Like I heard, I know, I read, <laughs> I've heard on the street, yeah. on the Met There's street. There's of um, So she's pretty confident that April's body is not in the mines. Like she's okay. like she's not in there. Um, here's like another crazy suspect. Mm. Um, yeah. So Steve Wilkinson. Wilkinson was a known methamphetamine manufacturer and distributor and I know (laughs) the mouthful I know manufacturer manufacturer and distributor in Newbury Springs he was actually interviewed on the disappeared episode that we were talking about Mm -hmm. but I don't think enough attention was given to his actual involvement on this case it was like oh he's a friend or you know he's an Mm -hmm. acquaintance he was like um, put in this like kind of positive light, but um, actually, Wilkinson was arrested in September of 2015, and um, that m- he oh, Wilkinson was arrested in 2000, 2000- September of 2015, that may have been tied to like. This drug bust, drug ring bust. I don't know. That's a law. Oh, so was
1: he also an informant?
0: I don't... Well, there's no evidence, like, to actually say if he was or not. So, um... But is that what you're kind of suggesting? That he went down because of... So Wilkinson was arrested in September of 2015. Um, and this was, like, way after this whole, like, drug ring, you know, bringing down the drug ring from April. Mm-hmm. But all the people speculate that it may have been tied to the drug ring bust that April was involved in originally. I don't know. Um, and so there was, like, cause for him to seek revenge. Wait, but that was after she went missing. Right? Well, they think that he killed her, like, way back. Mm-hmm. And then um, he... So, according to multiple sources, four days after Wilkinson was arrested, he took out a life insurance policy on himself and boarded a plane with three other passengers, including his father-in-law, who was a pilot. hmm And the plane crashed... All four okay. passengers were killed, or okay. were they? There was speculation that Wilkinson was planning on getting out of there after making, like, a big drug deal. And there were um, rumors that he picked up April's body for- from one of the mines. hmm Because he was seen, like, a day before in that area. Okay and um and then dropped it off in Flagstaff so they this plane this little like charter plane uh-huh landed in Flagstaff really quickly and then um they you know flew again and crashed near Silverton, Colorado. Okay. And Wilkinson's body was identical. Did you say they crashed again? <laughs> no, they oh. crashed Near. Did oh, f- okay. Um. <laughs> it's me, probably. Um, like, Sleep deprived. S- Wilkinson's body was identified by his tattoos, not mm-hmm. his DNA. So it's like the whole, like you were saying, the dr- the meth people. That so just- wait,
1: they thought he killed April, went back for her body, loaded it on this private yep. plane. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming, like, what, a Cessna? I don't know, Elisa. And flew it to Flagstaff, Arizona.
0: Dropped her body. Dropped off, her off where? In Flagstaff. But where? Well, we, I don't know. And then, um and then refueled, took off to Colorado
1: where he crashed and died.
0: Yeah. Well, supposedly. But where? Where did the life insurance money go to? Exactly. I know. Oh. Follow the money. I don't know. This is just. I'm just throwing it out there as okay. like something that was like. Repeatedly, like oh. I personally think the drug and he was, dealers got to her. He was friends with you know Dan and Chuck. Your friend, good old Chuck. Okay, i
1: my opinion about Chuck is changing. Okay, so maybe he Chuck befriended April mm-hmm. as a way of getting close to her to allow these other drug
0: dealers yeah. to get their hands on. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think.
1: Like, I mean, I don't want to be harsh, but she's not alive.
0: Well, uh, yeah, or I, or
1: she was used as, you know, Elisa. Okay, so mm. anyway, <laughs> I didn't even finish that sentence. Cut that out. <laughs> Forty-four, twenty-two.
0: Uh-oh. Um, so yeah, to this day, her remains, and to your point, Elisa, her mm-hmm. remains have never been found. There's no solid suspects, so it. You're right. It could be like we're cutting that out though. Okay. I mean, you know, don't do drugs, kids. I mean, that's not them. People and, are going to do drugs, but And April's daughters are remember she had two yeah, daughters. Two daughters. Yeah, they're now adults. One is a mom herself. That's crazy. So I know, it's like so many years later. And um, April was declared, officially declared deceased in yeah, 2012. She, mm-hmm. she would be like 50-something right now, right? I think so. Yeah. No, not 50-something. She was 30 when she went missing in 2004. Wait, and she was born in 72 or 3? Well, all you
1: need to know is she was 30 in She's in her late 40s.
0: For- she would be in her late 40s, I think. It's. Uh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah like yeah she would be like almost 50 yeah almost okay. 50
0: math um <laughs> and but police are still considering this like an open case like they're taking you know if you have any information on this um you know just hopefully somebody out there has something because at the very least let's find April um bring her home to her family To her daughters, to her mom, who have, like, worked so hard to, you know, continue to search for her. So, if you have any information on the disappearance of April Pitzer, please contact the San Bernardino Sheriff's Department at 760-256-4838 or 909-387-3690. There's also a Facebook page dedicated to the disappearance of Mm -hmm. April Pitzer that we will link on our source source notes. notes. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Lisa?
1: I think the drug dealers got her or the meth. Yeah, you said that.
0: I didn't think about that. Like um, Chuck kind of luring her almost. But it's almost like, why would they need to when she, it's she's just one person? Well, I guess... I mean, look at the one person. Hiding. T- yeah. One person took down all these other people and... Yeah, I, th- I am fairly confident
1: it was revenge killing. But how could they, like, hide
0: her that well? I mean,
1: how could they not? They were in the middle of the desert. That's Riding the on- perfect place to drop a body.
0: Yeah, but her mom is like, really looked. It, there's still thousands
1: of miles she hasn't been able to search so okay
0: negative Nelly over here I know I'm like mom mom." or realistic Rita (laughs) (laughs) a Rita um yeah so that's April Pitzer Uh, hopefully I mean I really hope that we'll find her we oh I'm sure her I'm sure she'll eventually be found I really hope so I really hope so um so thanks for listening and we'll see you next time whenever the heck that <laughs> is. <laughs> you know the drill. See ya yeah. when we see ya. Bye. Bye.